The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. live right here in the nation's capital how in the world are you today wherever you are in your kitchen in your car maybe in front of your computer or smartphone watching me on facebook live thanks a lot for checking in there as well as on the most listened to christian talk station on the east coast second in the entire country w a v a 105.1 FM. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We're covering all of the metropolitan area here in D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, and Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday, it's fair game. But today, it's Tough Topic Tuesday and sidekicking it with me here live in studio is my main man, assistant producer of the show and special assistant, Mr. Tony Penny. How's it going, Tony? Going great, Doc. Great to be back with you. Always good to have you sidekicking it with me. And today we've got a tough topic, Tony. I don't know. Are you ready? Are you ready to go tough? That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's I'm what here you for do. the tough topic. That's what you do. Well, today we're talking about pistol packing teachers. Hmm. Pistol-packing teachers. Mm. Should staff and faculty at schools be armed and trained to stop shooters? That's what we want to talk about today. We want to hear from you. We want you to ask your questions, give your comments, and join the conversation with us. What I'm going to do is uh, give you the number, say a word of prayer to open us up, uh, and then we're going to jump right into this topic. Do you think we ought to train and arm staff and faculty in our Uh, primary schools or secondary schools, so basically from kindergarten all the way up through high school, should those teachers, if they desire, uh, get trained and be packing a pistol? Uh, You see any dangers there, or is it something you think is the answer to handling these active shooters that come in and kill our kids? 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we commit our time to you, this show to you, and every uh, conversation that happens, we pray that you would uh, stimulate our minds and uh, educate us as well as we think through these issues. Give us wisdom, Lord. We definitely need that in our country as well. In Jesus' name, we pray together. Everyone said amen Amen. and amen. Amen. 888-432-7434 is the number. If you can't call and you want to log in and watch on Facebook, just go to Dr. Anderson's Facebook page. You can see us live streaming right there. Leave us a comment or a question. We'll be more than happy to answer it or acknowledge it. But today on Tough Topic Tuesday, Mm. we're talking about arming school teachers, faculty, staff, cafeteria workers, custodians, coaches, gym teachers, whatever, 
The president and the National Rifle Association seem to think it's a great idea to arm teachers. We want to know what you think. 888-432-7434 is the number. Doc, on the, uh, after the February 14th Valentine's Day shooting at a uh, school in Parkland, Florida, where 17 people were murdered, the president suggested it might be a good idea to arm teachers. Not all teachers, mm-hmm. some teachers, mm-hmm. teachers that want to be uh, armed, who feel that they are trained and equipped and ready mm-hmm. to do that. He mm-hmm. would give them bonuses mm. to do that, Okay, um, uh, as well as training, obviously, those that are interested. Mm. Some think that it's a great idea, not the least of which is the National Rifle Association. The NRA is on our side, the president said uh, just a couple of days ago at a at a gathering with the White House. They think that the only way to deal with a guy, a bad guy with a gun, is to have a good guy with a gun. Absolutely, even though the one good guy with a gun stayed outside for five minutes before he went in to check on the shooter. (laughs) All that aside, they do do (laughs) believe that having a good guy with a gun is the only deterrent and and the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun. Mm. Um, Many teachers, administrators, law enforcement uh, officials think that this is a terrible idea. Okay. Um, More guns is not the solution, certainly not in the hands of people who are not trained um, in combat, uh, small arms combat, close quarters combat, that kind of thing. Even if you do train them, uh, they may not necessarily be ready and willing and able to do it. If they have a pistol, mm-hmm. pistol packing teacher, mm-hmm. how's that pistol gonna work for them when they got an AK uh, 47 or AK 15 or an AR 15 mm-hmm. or an AK 47? Or back in our day when we were in the military, you remember those M16? Little M16 A2 service rifle. So, what would happen if you got a pistol and they, they firing bullets at you like that? Well, you know, uh, the idea is it's it would be a deterrent to anyone who might want to go into a school and shoot students and faculty. Uh-huh. I, yes, it would be self-defense as well, but the idea is if if you're a student or an adult who thinks I'm going to go into this school and I'm going to I'm just going to lay waste to everybody I see. Yeah. Maybe you'll think twice if you don't know if the gym teacher, the lunch lady, and the English teacher are all packing. How would you not know? Think about this kid who was in school. If you're 18 or 17, you're in school, uh, you mean to tell me it's going to be a secret and none of the 3,000 students in the school are going to know what teacher is packing. They all are going to know what teacher is packing. So can you imagine you're the teacher and everybody knows you're packing. Now, aren't you a target? You're a target and your schedule becomes something that people are going to review in order to know, okay, I know that Mrs. Smith is in the teacher's lounge from 115 to 145 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I'm going to do what I need to do, and I'm going to take out you know, the, the bully that's been bullying me, or I'm going to take out everybody in my English class or whatever it is. Mm. Um, now, don't get me wrong. There are schools that arm their teachers. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know that. Already? There, uh, well, it's been going on for years are since they, Sandy uh, Hook. Are they out in the rural areas or are yes, they in the city? Yes, they are. They're out I, can't imagine, I can't imagine teachers. If I was a teacher in the city, do you think that having the gun would be a good idea for me? Part of me thinks, well, kind of, yeah. But another part of me thinks, man, they could all get together and jump me and take my gun. I don't remember the last mass shooting in an inner city school. Hmm. I don't, I don't know that it's ever happened. We just save it for the streets. Uh, well, <laughs> and, and I mean. But they're not mass shootings. They're, they're not targeted. mass shootings. Yeah. And I don't remember any time that a student or an adult went into a school in Anacostia or southeast D.C. and right. decided they were going to shoot it up. Now, maybe because there's magnetometers and all kinds of stuff there. Maybe mm. because they don't know if the students are packing. 
maybe, but my, that's my doubt is probably that ain't the issue. Right. My my thought is, you know, oftentimes in the city they're probably more targeted or more accidental, but you just don't find this idea of let's just go in and kill a bunch of innocent people because I'm upset and I'm angry. Right. With the government, with a class of people, with a race of people. Mm-hmm. You know, we just learned that this current shooter had swastikas, you know, carved in on the magazines of his of his weapon, things of that sort. So, if you know, we usually, you know, in the city, they probably don't do it like that. But still, guns are an issue in Chicago and Baltimore. Guns are an issue, period. Mm-hmm. On the street, now even in the schoolhouse. I wonder what people think. I wonder what teachers think. We'd love to hear from some teachers. 888-432-7434. If you're a teacher, give us a call. What do you think about guns in school? Are you ready to be strapped? Let <laughs> us know. We want to hear from you. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're back. It's Tough Topic Tuesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, assistant producer, sidekick in the day. And today we're talking about pistol-packing teachers. <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh. Should staff and faculty at schools be armed and trained to stop shooters? We want to hear from you. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You know, Doc, the other day the, the president uh, hosted some, some folks at the White House, and he uh, was quite critical of the uh, school resource officer that – took his time going into the school uh, on February 14th down in Park Bend, Florida, mm-hmm. said he wasn't exactly a Medal of Honor winner. Uh, the way he performed was disgusting, and he, <coughs> he noted that, quote, you don't know until you test it, but I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon, and I think most of the people in this room would have done that too. Mm, okay. Would have run into the school where a shooter was had opened fire, killing 17 people, teachers and students, mostly students, Mm-hmm. Um, and he believes that he and other people would have gone into the school with or without a weapon. Mm. Uh, he also believes that had s- had teachers been armed at Parkland, Florida, that this would have either been deterred or the body count would have been uh, much less. Mm. Well, there were a lot of people without weapons on that day. I don't think they were running into the building. No. But maybe he would have been different than all those people who were outside sure. trying to either get out the students or the teacher, or the faculty, or the staff, maybe he would have had an opposite instinct, run in without a weapon. Maybe he would have. We never know. We but never know. We we'll never know that. We <laughs> we'll never know that. <laughs> we but do know um, that there were officers there with guns who didn't even go in, probably when they should have. No, and, and they say, apparently, they thought that the shooting was coming from outside, which is why they didn't go inside. Hmm. Um, that's, that's, I don't know. That's but up to Scott Peterson, the, the sheriff's deputy who was assigned to that school. The I, teachers, I though, think about it now. Don't get out. Go in, because that's my job now. I'm not only hmm. teaching math. I'm not only teaching science. But when everybody else is evacuating, it is now my job uh, to become uh, a, an, a, an emergency officer in that moment. Is that what we want to require of our teachers? I want to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Mike, who's on the road in Maryland. He's been on hold for a little bit. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hi, thank you. What do you think? Good idea, bad idea? It's a bad idea. And it's a bad idea because, I mean, the kids, I, I assume, choose school to shoot up because there's something that goes on at school that makes them mad. There's 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 a emotion involved there. So okay. here this kid who maybe just got ticked off, maybe he's really angry, and he knows, oh, the teacher, I know she's got a, he or she has a gun in their pocket. If I can just get him to come over here and lean over the desk, 
I bet you I can reach into the, their pocket and get that gun, and boom, I don't even have to bring a gun to school. It's already here. It's already here. Or if she has a purse somewhere, it's in her drawer. Uh, I mean, is she going to keep it on her person the whole time uh, while she's turning around writing yeah. writing on the board or doing PowerPoint? Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah, Mike. Yeah, you just got to distract her and uh, go for the purse. Exactly. Hey, listen, thanks a lot for tuning in. Let's see what Teresa's thinking in Baltimore. Hi, Teresa. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Good idea, bad idea? Um, well, I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, I've been on both sides of your question, your proposition. I was a police officer for five years. Ooh. And then I went into teaching, and I've been a teacher for 20 years. Really? So Perfect. I can tell you that the training on both sides is very, very different. Mm -hmm. mm. But I left law enforcement because I realized that, you know, even though I'm trying to help people, yeah. you know, it was education. It was the safety. It was the tutoring that we were going to do that was going to save the kids, wow. not the violence. And I really feel like if a teacher is put in a position to have to shoot one of their kids, it's going to change not only that kid, all the kids, that teacher forever. It's That's not true. It's I, I didn't even think about Teresa. Teresa, I didn't even yeah. think about the emotional how if the teacher knows the student. Now you're going to shoot someone right. you know. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And it's a very tricky thing because when, you know, we're trained as police officers, you know, it's target. It is a human being that you may know, that you may have helped, that you may love, you know. It's just like wow. somebody coming into your house. Different component. So, you know, teachers are asked to do an awful lot. Law enforcement is, is asked to do an awful lot. But I think to combine those things would be really detrimental to everybody. Wow. Well, getting it from your perspective as an enforcement officer and a teacher, an educator, that's uh, that's really rich. I appreciate your opinion. Can I ask you one last question before I let you go? Sure. What do you think about the officers that didn't go into the schools? Any thoughts on that? Well, you know, like I said, as, as an officer, you're trained to secure the perimeter first. You mm. have to locate where the shots are being fired from. Mm. It, you have to get some information. People just don't storm in because there's crossfire. You know, you, you want to try to help people, but you also have to know what you're doing before you go in. Got it. And, you know, you have command centers. You have people that are going to say, all right, this is what we need to do. So even, I mean, we did school training, you know, shooters in a school mm -hmm. as part of our police training, and that right. was right after Columbine. Mm. So, you know, we would go into schools at night with the police department and, you know, fake victims. And, you know, it's a whole different scenario. So you yeah. can't just run in. You know, you might actually shoot another kid if not armed. You know, so, right, right. I mean, officers are going to do what they're trained to do. And, you know, they're maybe waiting for a command to go. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's. Sometimes we don't see the whole story gotcha. on so videotape. Maybe we shouldn't be too say. maybe we shouldn't yeah. be too hard on those officers right yet. No, I don't think so. I mean, you don't know what it's like, you know, until you mm. walk in their shoes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Thank you so for serving. You've been in public service all these years. God bless you. Keep up the good work. Okay, Teresa. Thank you. God bless you. Blessings bye to bye. you. Well, you know, hearing from someone like her is helpful, isn't it? <coughs> it is. You know, we're asking people uh, who are teachers who feel called to 
educate and, and bring up young people to now take up arms and potentially kill one of them. Well, how would they want this? Like, maybe they're already a gun owner, and they're like, you know what, I feel more comfortable I- if I could bring my gun uh, to, to work or school or church. I think that's probably the last person you want bringing a gun to school. <laughs> the person that says, I can't wait until I'm allowed to be armed to go into school because <laughs> I'm going to deal with these kids. Everybody thinks they're Jack Bauer until the bullets start flying down range. <laughs> You don't know what you're going to do unless and until you're in that situation. And people who have no combat experience, not that I do, but people Mm -hmm. who have no combat experience, who have no experience handling weapons in a a live fire situation, don't know what they would do. They're going to end up dropping the gun (laughs) and and running and going to the bathroom all at the same time, screaming. You're probably right. I mean, you know. Because now there's that expectation. You can't be like all the other civilians. We've just turned you now into a soldier. So don't duck and run and and try to get safe. No, you now have to shift from algebra to being Jack Bauer. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You're going from the Pythagorean theorem (laughs) to now you're Liam Neeson. But there are schools across the country, usually in rural places, that do have armed teachers. Um, Schools in Texas. Shocker. Uh, in Utah and uh, in Arkansas have uh, certain faculty and staff members that are trained okay. to to carry a weapon okay, how's and that to going? use it. So, so far, so good. Okay, we haven't so heard of any shootings in those well, particular well, schools. Maybe, maybe they got a case. Totally. They found it to be cost effective. In one school system, it would have cost $50,000 a year to have a school resource officer. Uh, it ended up costing them about $68,000 to train 13 staff members. Oh, wow. So it was cost-effective in that sense. Okay. There hasn't been a school shooting there. All right. They got to give some credence to that. You know, maybe there's something to it. I don't know. I, I just think that this, this, there's so many ways this could go wrong. Huh. All right. Well, we want to know what you're thinking. Uh, you know, it might be kind of cool to have a principal that has, you know, has an Uzi. <laughs> 888. Four three two seven four three four. My principal's cooler than your principal. Yeah. Now, wait till the football season and our team has to play your team. Uh, mm, I can see this going on. All right, listen. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got uh, AJ in Frederick, Maryland. Hi, AJ. Welcome to the show. What do you think? AJ, are you there? Going once. Uh, what a nice topic. Okay. What a nice topic. I'm here. Okay. You got. Nice you got one minute. Tell me what you're no, thinking. I so what, I th- what I'm thinking is it's a bad idea because it's not going to be working. It's working somewhere else, but it's not going to be good for everywhere. My thing is we should put in programs where when we identify people like that who are, who are I mean, people in that caliber, that has problems, we can put them to go through progressive, successful counseling mm-hmm. than just let them lose because there are people that can learn. And there are resources that we can put in place to mm-hmm. help the kids. They need help. Gotcha. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much, AJ, for your comment. When I get back from the break, uh, we're going to go to Cortez. We're going to uh, Suitland, Maryland. We're going to Washington, D.C. So we've we've not forsaken you. In just a moment here, we're going to be landing uh, the plane for the first half hour of the show. But before we go there, Tony, when we think about the whole shooting idea, nothing really happened after Sandy Hook. What was up with that? 
You mean in terms of legislation? Yeah. No, we decided as a country, collectively speaking, that it was okay for children to die uh, in the schoolhouse as a result of shooting as long as it didn't touch gun legislation or our ability to, to have as many guns as we want to. Hmm. I believe firmly at that moment that was the end of the gun control debate in this country. Because if you can shoot a bunch of kids in elementary school if you and nothing changes. elementary school students in the schoolhouse and nothing changes, what's going to happen? Because it's not the guns, it's the people who shoot them. It's the guns that people shoot. 888-432-7434. We'll be right back. about life and their obsessions uh-huh. obtain the riches of this world no direction living life in the fast lanes they claim it what they claim yo. it's too fast too furious honk your horn speakers pumping watch out for the big pop hole in the road Looking for new flooring for your home? Hi, it's WAVA's Chris Roth. Look no further than 50 Floor. Several of us at the radio station have used 50 Floor, and here's why. First, it's simple and easy. They'll bring the showroom to you. They bring a wide variety of flooring options and no reason to drive all over town. Also, on the day of installation, you don't have to lift a finger or furniture for that matter. They'll do it all for you. Move your furniture, take up and haul away your old floors, install the new floors, clean up, and leave. And now until the end of the month, you're going to save big and receive 60% off all carpet, hardwood, laminate, tile, and vinyl. Now is the time to use your recent tax refund to invest in your home, increase its value, and enjoy brand new flooring. Plus, if you use the promo code WAVA, you'll receive an extra $100 off. 50 Floor also offers 12 months, same as cash financing. Call today, 877-50-FLOOR, or go to 50floor.com. Call 877-50-FLOOR. Pick up the phone, we'll be knocking at your door. Details and licensure at 50floor.com. For a limited time, JNP Heating and Air Conditioning is offering a special discounted rate for a complete system checkup for only $89.95. That's right, a complete system checkup for only $89.95. Don't wait until your system goes out. Be proactive and call JNP Heating and Air Conditioning now for your complete system checkup at 1-800-FIX-1110. That's 1-800-FIX-1110. Or visit JNP.com. That's JNP.com. Pastors and church leaders are invited to WAVA's Spring Pastors Conference and Lunch on Wednesday, May 16th at Emmanuel Bible Church in Springfield. Pastor and Know the Truth radio teacher Philip DeCourcy will be joined by Focus on the Family co-host John Fuller as we encourage you to fan the flame of your ministry. John Fuller will lead a morning panel discussion and Philip DeCourcy will be our lunch speaker. The event runs from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. and registration is only $10. Register now at wava.com. Keyword, pastor. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but 
but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Tough Topic Tuesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, sidekicking today. We're talking about pistol-packing teachers, and our question is this. Should staff and faculty at schools be armed and trained to stop shooting? 888-432-7434 is our number. You can go to our Facebook page and leave a comment or question there. The president and the National Rifle Association seem to think that's one of the solutions. Uh, That's a deterrent, and certainly had... uh, had someone been there with a gun on campus in the school, this might not have happened or it, it might not have been as bad as it was. Hmm. What do you think? Well, Linda Genty on my Facebook page says, I was a kindergarten teacher for many years, and I would have been glad to carry a gun for the kids' safety. Uh, April uh, Bianca uh, says that, uh, you know, there are schools. There's at least one school with guns and fingerprint access lockboxes, and various staff members are trained to use them, she also goes on to say that we're dishonest in saying uh, that being in favor of armed protection in schools, uh, we believe that that's the only solution. Uh, there, I guess there are many solutions that people have offered. Tell us, uh, uh, April, what other solutions are being offered as well. Um, but there's this idea that uh, you want to take everyone's guns away and you want to take away the Second Amendment, Tony, if if you want to limit guns in any way. No rational person believes that all guns should be banned or taken away. Anyone who says that shouldn't be taken seriously in this debate. There are people who believe that there should be common sense um, legislation in place and enforcement of that legislation that may help to deter some of these things. Things like closing gun show loopholes, getting rid of bump stocks, automatic weapons, semi-automatic weapons, and then you have to get into the question of what that actually means. No one's calling necessarily for the repeal of the Second Amendment. I believe the Second Amendment should be repealed, but I think it should be rewritten because it's the worst written of all of the Bill of Rights. Nobody quite fully understands exactly what it means. Um, and given the, the historical context, what it means to have a weapon in 1776 versus 19, or 2018 is completely different. Now, I'm not necessarily saying we should get rid of the Second Amendment, but maybe – and it's well, never going to happen, but we should repeal it and rewrite it. What would happen if we did, though? I mean, what is so bad of, of all guns being gone? Like, like you said, they shouldn't be taken seriously. But really, uh, why is that such a bad uh, bad idea? I mean, I'd want to take that seriously. It's never going to happen. But um, what would be wrong with that if only the authorities had had the guns? Because the authorities wouldn't be the only ones with guns. Guns would be still available on the black market, and people who shouldn't have them and only want to use them for uh, uh, 
evil purposes would then get them. Mm-hmm. People like you and me who may want to protect our homes or our businesses wouldn't be able to get them. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys now have the guns. The good guys who may be 20 minutes away in a, in a uh, parked car somewhere have guns, but I don't. I can't protect my family. I can't protect my business. I can't protect my property. So nobody – I don't think anybody should say we should get rid of guns altogether, all guns. So Maybe some was, types of guns. When it was, so when it was originally written, the bad guys were the government? That was the, in, that was the intention. That was the spirit of the Second Amendment, that at any point your government could become tyrannical dictatorial and try to take away your god-given rights so a well-regulated militia yada 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 people should have the right to to keep and bear arms and now we should have 280 million guns in america with continual mass shootings and yet we want to call everybody else a terrorist that's not from america well, yeah, that's that's another tough topic these days. <laughs> okay, I just want to be clear. You know, I mean, in mind we're shooting everybody up at, at uh, movie theaters and, and schools. high schools and elementary schools or while they're at music festivals. But, like, uh, you know, anybody that doesn't look like those people are terrorists now. We don't want to call that terrorism. So, And then if you even threaten to even take away a part of the gun, like bump stocks or mm-hmm. or uh, the, the how many bullets you could use, somehow we are now a tyrannical government because we want to control that. Right, right. Now keep in mind, in the 19th century, 18th century, the most powerful weapon the government had was a cannon, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was a can- with a cannonball. You had to stuff the cannonball, and it could do massive damage, but it took a while in between cannon shots. Mm. The, other than that, it was the musket with the bayonet, That's and right. everybody had a musket with a bayonet. You know I was in the Army. You were in the Marines. Just give me some grenades. I'm good. Right. Well, there was no such thing as a grenade back then. Well, there was no but such thing as a machine gun back then either. Right, but, but now why we can have I, Why can't I have a grenade? You made, right. you made a Claiborne mine. Mm-hmm. You remember the Claiborne mine? Why can't I put Claiborne. those on my property in case mm-hmm. any animal or person want to come into my property? A Claiborne mine will take care of them. A land mine will take care of them. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want to get too close, my uh, – my, my grenade launching abilities. Well, right, and and that's the <laughs> argument that people would make when they talk about um, the a well-regulated militia. That's the people. That's what people people should be able to defend themselves against a tyrannical government. Mm. Um, tyrannical governments have nuclear arms now, so I uh, my AR-15 is not going to beat that. Hmm. All righty. Well, listen. Let's run to our break. When we get back, we'll go right back to the phone lines. Let's uh, go to our break really quickly 888-432-7434 why are you stopping me from the grenades Tony (laughs) I don't understand it I don't think you need a grenade maybe I do though not where you live (laughs) we'll be right back When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. 
What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Talk Topic Tuesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, sidekicking with the good Dr. Day. Our number is 888-432-7434. We're talking about pistol-packing teachers. Mm. Should staff and faculty at schools be armed and trained to stop shooters? Uh, certainly not every teacher is uh, willing and capable to do this. But I know I saw, had plenty are, of, right? Absolutely. I had plenty of teachers in high school. I wouldn't want to see with a weapon. Um, there were teachers that I had that had, in my opinion, they had some emotional issues, and they certainly had some unconscious or maybe even conscious bias towards certain kinds of students, which leads to another issue that a lot of people have um, with, with teachers that have guns. Um, I fear for my life. Mm. And the next thing you know, Jamal is shot because he's been unruly. He's been um, causing problems. He's causing a ruckus. The teacher fears for his life or her life, and he's shot. Oh, no. There's a, there's a whole litany of, of, of questions that I have for people who really think this is a good idea. So maybe it's time to go back to the phone. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we need to know what people think about it, Tony. We know where you stand on it. I'm still holding on to this grenade idea, <laughs> but that's okay, or at least a sword. You just want so. a grenade. <laughs> I kind of do. Yeah. All right, 888-432-7434. But you know what? I'm going to be a giving person. I'm going to say, hey, here's the pay. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's see what uh, Cortez thinks. Cortez is in Washington, D.C. Cortez, it's Dr. Anderson and Tony Penny. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. What thank you, you for um, allowing me to speak. Of course. I think it's a bad idea. Tell I me why. I think it's a bad idea. And first of all, imagine the scenario. He only said six months of training, crash course training for mm. certain faculties. Imagine the scenario where a shooter's inside of the school. You got multiple faculty members with guns not having the proper communication, not knowing who has the gun, and there's a chance that if close quarters the shooting goes down, you're going to have some called quote-unquote collateral damage. What about mm -hmm. children that may be in the mm -hmm. crossfire mm -hmm. because you got multiple people shooting for someone who they don't know exactly who's the shooter? Wow. You know? yeah. okay. And they're not trained or properly trained for that. So just give me your opinion of what you think about that. Collateral damage with multiple faculty shooting inside of someone who they might not know who's uh, shooting. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks Thank you, for that. Blessings to you. So, Tony, that, that is pr- kind of a good point where if there's not communication, when you and I are in the military, you're always communicating. Mm-hmm. If there is a teammate who is shooting but you're not in communication with them, like the police should be in communication with one another, who's around the corner, where's the shooter, you know, there's all kind of – I didn't think about the calm part of it. Right, and, and uh, here's the other question that I would have uh, for people who think this is a great idea. So let's say Mr. Wagner, I- the algebra teacher, is in his classroom with his 30 kids or so, and a shooting takes place. There's a shooter, uh, an active shooter in the building. Uh, Mr. Wagner should do what? Leave his 30 students to shelter in place in their room and risk himself getting shot, thereby allowing the shooter to, to do even more damage? Or should he stay with his class uh, while the shooter is taking out other students, um, allowing, uh, allowing the shooter to have free run of the hallways? We're going to judge him either way, aren't we? We're going to judge him either way. He, there's no right way if to do If you leave this. the kids... You've left them uh, vulnerable. If you stay with the kids... You've got the other kids vulnerable in the hallways and other classes. Or you're a hero like this teacher in this school in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. He basically shielded the kids. He shielded the kids with his body and, and gave his life for them. Hmm. But teachers with, with guns in the classroom have a split second to decide what they're going to do. Are they going to be equipped and capable to make those kinds of decisions? And how because we haven't called them to be law enforcement How officers. if they don't, then are we going to judge them like maybe the police officer we're judging now who didn't go in? We're going to be like, you know what? You didn't do your job. You had a gun and you didn't stop there. So well, no, because I was protecting your child. So now are they prosecuted because they didn't do their job? Where's the liability come in? Especially as you, you, you mentioned before, if the teacher has a gun and the student is upset, the teacher can disarm the student, and now the student has a gun who otherwise wouldn't have one. Who's liable for that? Is it the school system? Is it the teacher? Is it the local government? Mm. Yeah, well, let's see what Letitia thinks. Letitia is in Calistell, uh, Montana. Hi, Letitia. Welcome. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hi. Uh, what I, I cannot tell you. I listen to you almost every day Aww. since we used to live in D.C. And uh, we moved to Montana. I found you on a radio app. Wow. So God is good. Uh, God is and good. Well, th- thank you so much for calling. First of all, Montana, I mean, that's so beautiful out there. Y'all probably have guns in every house, don't you? Uh, just about. We are all about the Second Amendment. Yeah. Both my husband and I are both retired Marines. Yeah. So simplify, Mr. Penny. Um, and, um, <laughs> um, but this is a very tough topic. And um, and when when I called and the gentleman asked me, you know, is it yay or nay? And and I don't think there's a one size fits all. Mm, okay. I I, I think. I think there might be in some in some areas or some instances where um, a teacher teachers being armed may um, be suited for that particular area. Mm. And and Mr. Penny, you hit the nail in the head when when you said that the teacher has to be willing and capable. Mm-hmm. So along those same lines, I'm thinking they also have to be trained. You know, just like like sure. you two gentlemen mm-hmm. and. Myself, you know, we did not become Marines and soldiers. They didn't just give us a gun. We had to qualify with it. We did, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So we sure did. So, and and, and I'll just, so I guess my answer to the tough topic is 
it's not a one-size-fits-all. It may be yes for one and no for the other. Mm. And let me just, one last point, gentlemen. I grew up in the inner city Mm. where I know we had guns in school. Right. Mm -hmm. But nobody shot each other. It was all (laughs) Mm gang-related. Right. Right. So, but nothing happened at the school. There were fights. There weren't shots fired. I will tell you that. But I do remember that there was always a police car outside our school, mm. and, and that police officer, we knew him. Mm. Leticia, let me ask he, you a he question. Came and he let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If, if it's not a yes. one answer fits all, what do you think about the idea of leaving it to the states, but the states that have open carry, like Florida, their teachers could, but other states that don't have uh, open or concealed carry, their teachers can't? Do you feel like that might be a way of kind of customizing it? Yes. Because hmm. I hadn't, I, I think I hadn't thought about it until you, until you just kind of said we may have to take it sort of case-by-case case basis, or in my mind I was thinking maybe state-by-state state basis. State-by-state, state, yes. Well, you know, um, and, and this goes back to not every every city and every state is the same. Right, right. Um, you know, here in Kalispell, Flathead Valley, it's one of the most beautiful areas. Again, um, uh, concealed carry is a big thing here. Every other person is concealed carry. Right. We are. But we're, we're trained. And even right. to get your concealed carry, you have to go through a class. If you if you don't have your uh, DD-214 showing that you, you've mm-hmm. been trained using a weapon, you have to take a class. Gotcha. And, and you won't get your con- and, and your background check and so on. Got it. Well, so, you know, you know um, thanks for listening, uh, Letitia. I'm going to keep moving, but uh, shout out to all those uh, folk out there in Montana, and thanks for listening, okay? Oh, we love you, Dr. Anderson. You are, you are so awesome. What a oh, – God is good. Mm, praise <laughs> the Lord. So good to meet you over the air. God bless you. This idea of maybe not one size fits all, do you think that isn't – plausible thought process, Tony, or is it one of those things, no, this needs to be a federal thing. It doesn't need to be a state-by-state gay marriage in this state, but not in that state. Teachers can be armed in this state. They can't be armed in that state. What do you think about that? It's already um, state-by-state in a way because, like I said, there are states like Texas and Idaho and and Arkansas and Utah, things like that, where um, teachers can carry weapons. Uh, so it's already state by state, okay. and I think th- I think if you're going to go down this road, then that's probably the the way to go. Mm. I'm simply not convinced that it's the best solution, the or even really the best deterrent to this kind of thing. Mm. Well, that's why we're having the tough topic conversation. So uh, we're going to run to our break because we have to right now. When we get back in three minutes, let's see if we can get our last one or two calls. And we've been talking about pistol-packing teachers. Should staff and faculty at schools be armed, trained, and strapped? We'll be right back.
Interested in upgrading to a new energy-efficient heating and air conditioning system? Call for a free estimate and receive up to $1,000 off a new Wi-Fi thermostat. Also, ask about the complete system checkup for only $89.95. Call J&P Heating and Air Conditioning today at 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit JNP.com. That's 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit JNP.com. Offer not to be combined with any other offers from J&P Heating and Air Conditioning. Looking for new flooring for your home? Hi, it's WAVA's Chris Roth. Look no further than 50 Floor. Several of us at the radio station have used 50 Floor, and here's why. First, it's simple and easy. They'll bring the showroom to you. They bring a wide variety of flooring options and no reason to drive all over town. Also, on the day of installation, you don't have to lift a finger or furniture for that matter. They'll do it all for you. Move your furniture, take up and haul away your old floors, install the new floors, clean up and leave. And now until the end of the month, you're going to save big and receive 60% off all carpet, hardwood, laminate, tile, and vinyl. Now is the time to use your recent tax refund to invest in your home, increase its value, and enjoy brand new flooring. Plus, if you use the promo code WAVA, you'll receive an extra $100 off. 50 Floor also offers 12 months, same as cash financing. Call today, 877-50-FLOOR or go to 50floor.com. Call 877-50-FLOOR. Pick up the phone, we'll be knocking at your door. Details and licensure at 50floor.com. Sell your home fast and for more money, even if it failed to sell the first time. That's what Christy Moore did for some happy folks in Arlington. Tell us about it. We met with a seller who had their luxury home on the market for over 90 days with no offers. They had already moved, so by not selling, it cost them almost $30,000 in mortgage payments and maintenance during that time. We implemented our proven system for marketing and selling homes and had the property sold in four days for $21,000 over asking price and no contingencies. Our system addresses the 115 variables that affect your bottom line, which is why it's proven we can sell homes even if others can't. If you're thinking about selling your home, choose the team with a specific proven repeatable system to sell your home for more money. Call Christy Moore. Remember, Christy will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call Christy Moore at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Pastors and church leaders are invited to WAVA's Spring Pastors Conference and Lunch on Wednesday, May 16th at Emmanuel Bible Church in Springfield. Pastor and Know the Truth radio teacher Philip DeCourcy will be joined by Focus on the Family co-host John Fuller as we encourage you to fan the flame of your ministry. John Fuller will lead a morning panel discussion and Philip DeCourcy will be our lunch speaker. The event runs from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. and registration is only $10. Register now at wava.com. Keyword, pastor. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your kind support, your prayer support as well. Hey, guess what, Tony? I got some breaking news for you. Uh-huh. On Saturdays at 7 p.m., 
now Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson will air every Saturday. Awesome. Yeah, so for people that can't make it during the week or whatever, we're going to have a great show from 7 to 7.30 every Saturday on this station beginning this week. I'm at the gun range usually that time, so I won't be able to hear it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man, too bad. I was hoping you would at least put an earbug in and listen to the show. Oh, maybe I can do that. You know, yeah. you can shoot on target. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we're not done yet. We're going to run to the phone line and still see what a few others say. So let's go to Mark in Manassas, Virginia. Hi, Mark. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Dr. Anderson, this is uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for taking my call. And, Tony, thanks very much for, uh, for great programming. <laughs> God bless you, you, brother. So what do you think? Good or bad idea? Well, I've been, I've been seesawing on this uh, ever since the, the, the shooting occurred. And uh, I'm actually uh, a big Trump supporter for okay. a lot of things that he does. Okay. And initially, I was weighing in on what he makes as a kind of a common sense argument. Yeah. And I started to think more and more about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, although he does tend to shoot from the hip, hopefully from honesty and no the other intended. half from ignorance. Mm-hmm. But I think in this case, he's playing politics. You think? I think he framed the whole question around economics. And if you frame the question around economics, then you fall into the solution that he's suggested How so? and that people are talking about. How so? Tell me and, what you think. Uh, and so I think that's something to keep in mind, that the only reason we're talking about teachers carrying weapons is the fact that they can do it for almost free. Mm. Well, that shouldn't be the reason we do it. And, and mm, I just thought okay. maybe we, we should you know, kind of bring that out. Hadn't thought about that. So you're thinking, the what are the economics? The fact that they could get it for free? Is that what the economics is? Correct. The teachers can be trained for almost nothing. So many of them are ex-military, like my wife, like many others. Mm-hmm. So many of them would jump up and do it for free. They, uh, uh, if, if asked, they would. Mm. But here's the problem with that. Uh, even if they did, and, and this uh, argument applies even uh, if you had uh, armed guards, even if we had a, a special grant from the Middle East sheik uh, of this or that, and he just gave us billions of dollars and we could hire all the private security. Only a handful of these shooters, of these, these terrible incidents, yeah. actually survive. Most mm-hmm. of them end up getting killed. Right. They're, okay, they're okay with that. Right, right. And so if a person is okay with that, then none of this matters. In other words, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter whether we put an armed guard. It doesn't matter whether we arm everybody. But what would go to a bank overseas? What, yeah, but what would matter, Mark? There's an armed guard outside the bank. Yeah, but what would matter, Mark, is when you have the kind of weapon that can kill the most amount of people in the quickest time before you get shot. So maybe that matters. Hey, listen, I got to run, Mark, only because uh, we're coming to the end of the show. Tony, thanks for sidekicking with me today. My pleasure. Thanks any for fi- asking. Any final comment before we go? There's a lot of different solutions to this. There's no one easy fix. There's a lot of things that have to be on the table, and we can't be afraid to talk about it. Mm, dear Lord, please give us the wisdom. Thank you for the freedom in our country to have this conversation in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. <laughs>